Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about the topic of curbing and eliminating impulse spending. Uh, This was a big topic. It seemed to be a theme uh, out of the survey responses that we got um, for some of the upcoming uh, content we're working on. So yeah, curbing spend, uh, what's the biggest way to eliminate impulse spending? Um, you know, this was something that I dealt with a lot early on, especially right when I started earning my uh, my first paychecks out of school. You know, just a huge inflow of cash. It's hard to, you know, have a discipline or, or anything really from, from the start. Um, so a few things that helped me out uh, really early on was just, you know, being a mind. Uh, the first thing I'll launch into is just being mindful or aware of any, any, any of those major pain points. So, you know, if that paycheck came in, I was short on, you know, trying to invest $500 in the market. You know, that sort of pain ended up motivating me for that very next paycheck. So, you know, just being mindful of, of anything that I'm falling short on um, and just sort of taking a note of, um, you know, the first the first the first step there, just knowing mentally where I want to be. Yeah, I think one for me and this is what I actually was sort of forced into curbing my spending last week. I lost my wallet. Uh, and basically for about, you know, eight days, I didn't have any credit cards whatsoever. Um, and you know, for part of that time, my wife was out of town. So I literally didn't have a debit card. I had nothing. I just had had some cash. So, you know, I was carrying around, um, you know, about $140 in cash that I basically estimated needed to last me seven or eight days. You know, certainly I could have gone into a bank and proven my identity and found some money on an emergency. But, you know, I really considered it a challenge. Um, and it was pretty fascinating because just setting a limit like that myself, you know, it's something I haven't done since college. Uh, you know, I was able to, you know, I actually, by the end of that week, I still had a little bit of money left, um, which is pretty, pretty fascinating. I ended up eating every single thing that was in my fridge, uh, including making a few, you know, peanut butter sandwiches. Um, but, you know, it certainly was possible. And, you know, for me, it gave me kind of a real reset, uh, you know, just moving forward. And I think, you know, hopefully I don't lose my wallet, but maybe I can sort of figuratively, you know, every quarter or something to, to, to do that reset. It really helps me a lot. Yeah, no, to build off that, I know a lot of people, they, they, they try um, not losing their wallet, but, you know, they'll do like once a week or um, one, even once a month out of the year, no spend challenges. Um, you know, I, I myself have taken part in, uh, this is now my second 90-day frugality challenge where we basically just try to spend as little as possible. And we actually give ourselves the goal of um, spending only $100 a week. So, you know, if, if, if you're afraid of a budget or, uh, you know, you're scared to, to dive into your expenses, another way is just kind of do a hard approach and say, I've got $100 in cash to use up for the rest of the week. And that's it. You know, you'll never, you'll never be more mindful of your spend than when, you know, all the cash for the rest of the week is sitting in your pocket. So that's another idea that um, I used uh, back in college. And uh, yeah, that, that, that was a quick easy way to eliminate a lot of those impulse spend because, you know, once you see it, you only have uh, $40 for the rest of the weekend. You're not going to buy that $30 t-shirt or, or whatever it is that you saw walking down the street. No, and I think, I think you made a great point in your recent blog post, Matt, about, you know, when you go out to dinner, and this is something I've learned from you, you know, always try to order water if you can. Um, a, it's both healthier for you and, you know, you waste a lot of money typically buying drinks out. You know, that tends to be, in a lot of cases, the most expensive part of the bill. Uh, you know, so I think it's a great point. I think you said something like $30, you know, when you want to go out, um, you know, make sure that you, uh, you know, 
basically set a limit at $30, two entrees and some water and, uh, or even an entree, split an entree and an appetizer. And just, and you know, you're still able to go out to a nice restaurant. You're still able to get the ambiance, which, you know, you're paying the premium for eating at any restaurant, you know, but you're able to come out and probably eat at some of the better restaurants out there, you know, pretty cheap. Yeah, and exactly. And if you're more proactive about the way you spend, you know, you can use that, that restaurant or, you know, that little impulse purchase in the week as more of a reward rather than something that you feel guilty about. Um, you know, for, for me, once I started to tackle my impulse spending, you know, I, I knew it was something that was going to pop and creep back up, uh, into my life. So, you know, I would actually, I would actually, you know, kind of calculate an extra $10 or, uh, eventually kind of built its way up to like an extra hundred dollars a week where, you know, that would be for that impromptu trip or, or whatever it might be. Um, so, you know, that's another way to, if you go, going back to that first point, if you are feeling guilty or, or, or you know, kind of some sort of negative feelings about it, you know, plan ahead and you'll feel even better, um, you know, the next time when you do make that purchase because you won't feel guilty. You'll, you'll actually feel great that you planned ahead and, and had the foresight to do it. So, yeah, no, this is simple ways to curb your spending. Hope it was helpful. It all adds up and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.